Before we get started, I want to talk about sponsors that help make this show possible. I've partnered with swimming companies that can serve our international audience. Destro Swim Towers. Gain strength in the water with a tower of power. Save $150 per double swim tower by using code BRETT, B-R-E-T-T, at checkout. DestroMachines.com. Superior Swim Timing. Run a swim meet with ease from your laptop. SST is fully compatible with high-tech, Team Unify, as well as Colorado, Dactronics, and Amiga touchpads. SuperiorSwimTiming.com. Swim Angelfish. Receive the tools and skills needed to teach swimmers with autism, physical disabilities, anxiety, sensory and motor conditions with Swim Angelfish. Go to swimangelfish.com. The Magic 5, custom fitted goggles that are tailor-made for your exact face. You shouldn't feel like you're wearing any goggles. Use code BRETTHAWK20 at checkout to receive 20% off. Welcome back to Inside with Brett Hawk. I'm a swim nerd. We're all swim nerds. Today, we got a special guest, the new world junior record holder in the 200 IM and the 200 freestyle from South Africa, Matthew Sates. <sighs> Crowd goes wild. <sighs> Matt, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, all good. Thanks, and you? Good, good. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. It's awesome to be on it. Mate, we have Wi-Fi today, and that is fantastic. Yes, yeah, definitely. We uh, we sorted out. Beautiful, mate. Beautiful. Glad we could get this thing going. Uh, Matt, uh, Nate, can you take this other stuff off for us? There we go. Boom. All right, we're good. All right, mate. Well, listen. Um, thanks for doing this, and thanks for waiting twenty four hours and figuring yeah. all this out. Appreciate it. Where where are you right now? Uh, yeah, so we ended up going to the to the hotel next to me. I think it had a little bit more better Wi-Fi, so <laughs> we should be good for this one. Beautiful, mate. Well, listen, again, like I said yesterday, congratulations on the meet in Berlin. Fantastic results. Yeah, thank you. I was super happy with this. I, I bet. I bet. And I think we got in yesterday, but we took it down. Can you just remind us what your best times were in the, the 200 free and the 200 IM going into this meet? Yeah, so for the 200 IM, it was the 155.8. 155.8 and you ended up going 151.4 mm. sick ridiculous uh, just looking at it realistically going into the meets i'm not going to try and get anywhere close to that time mm. maybe maybe if i was lucky i was going to get a 153 154 maybe wow really yeah in my, in my head yeah in, um, yeah yeah and then the turner free was a 142.9 142.9, you went 140.6, both junior world records, which means the fastest swimmer for 18 and under in the history of the world. I mean, that's remarkable, mate. Yeah, it, it is crazy. I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm still shocked about, about those swims. I don't think it's really even hidden yet. 
So, I mean, you're, you're at, um, you're at the meet in Berlin, but you know, you've got a few meets ahead of you. You're, you're now in Budapest and then you've got a, about three weeks off, you said, and then you're headed to, yeah. to Doha. And so to me, it seems like you would come in and be wanting to be, like you said, to be around just under your best times and then progress to getting to a point where you actually got to, how do you think it happens so quickly? Why did things click on, on the first meet for you? Sure. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you if, uh, if I try to, like, even before we came to Budapest, two days before, we were doing six-kilometer sessions. Mm. This trying to, so, so we can taper more for the for the rest of the meets. Right. So coming into my mind wasn't my mind wasn't set on doing best times, and I don't know if that could be used to an advantage also. Because I'm not saying because the plan was for every meet to get faster and faster, mm-hmm. but even though that I am more tapered, it doesn't mean that I'm going to go faster. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's especially because I'm I'm a little bit younger than everyone else. I don't think I don't need a a good taper to to do my best. Yeah, yeah, um, Nate, I believe you're still back there. Can we have a look at this race? Can we watch this race together, Matt? And you kind of talk us through it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, all right. Nate's gonna pull it up. There we go. All right, let's get this thing going. I think before be calm also. You were calm right now? Yeah. Very. Why were you so calm? Because I had a I had the four hundred IM just before. Mm-hmm. So I knew I knew even if I swam bad it it was just for fun, kind of thing. I wonder what's going on with the video there. Now you're in what lane here? Uh lane four, the white cap. Lane four, the white cap. So you had gone through qualification to get to lane four? Uh, yeah, I swam a one one fifty three low in the heats. A one forty three. Yeah. Oh yeah, one forty three. Sorry. Yeah, ten seconds faster than that. <laughs> um, now you're next. Give us give us the rundown of who's in the race. So I was next to Kyle Chalmers, uh-huh. and uh, then it was Dennis Rhapsody on the other side of Kyle Chalmers. Right. So, you you're not nervous next to Kyle Chalmers? Oh no, it was awesome racing against him though. It was awesome being in the core room with him. But yeah, when it comes on the block, uh, I'm not really picturing anyone's name. Really? Okay. So at the hundred meter mark, how are you feeling right now? Yeah, I say the hundred meter mark. I thought uh, I never went out so fast in, uh, in a race before. Oh. So I said to myself, I hope this isn't a bit too fast. Oh wow. Okay. So you felt like you were pushing it, but to me, it looked like you really accelerated here. At, especially look right now, yeah. you're really picking it up. Yeah. So when I turned at the seventy-five, I saw I was a little bit ahead. And uh, I said in my head, I'm not going to lose this one. Really? And uh, and I just put, I didn't even, I didn't feel any pain, anything. I wow. just. Are oh, you bringing the legs in here, big time? Look at this, massive yeah. legs. Great wall. You don't compromise on your on your kick kick outs. How many kicks you taking off each wall there? Uh, just just two. Just two. Okay. Yeah. And, then and I now it's my- just head to head. Bang! Oh, mate. Yeah, yeah. Fast, fastest in history, right there. Yo, yeah. No, that was an awesome race. Sure. And then it kind of just hit you right there, eh? Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome, mate. Well, listen. The word on the street is you're super talented. Obviously, eighteen to do to be doing what you're doing. But the but the real word on the street is you. You've got a crazy work ethic. You work your butt off, right? Yeah, I'll say. If it comes to a race, you know, if you got a lane, you got a chance. Mm-hmm. 
But if we go in, if we're training together, I have, I'll, I'll train, I'll train anything. But with thinners with me, I really like to train hard. Hmm. It, it's like my thing. It's my hobby. Really? Even, even um, when we do, only doing single sessions, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe I must go in the weight room or something. But instead of going in the weight room, I haven't done weights in in about like six months. Oh. So instead of doing that, I go to the pool again, and I go to the pool and get some more laps in. And so oh, you, you I, do an extra extra session. You do that on your own? Yeah, I'll wow. go in the pool by myself and just do just do up and down, do some technique, that kind of thing. Okay, awesome. All right, a question from the audience here: How tall are you? I'm one eight three centimeters. I don't know what that is in feet. Probably like what six one? I'd say. Does that sound right? Yeah, I'll say about yeah, just over six foot. Yeah, six six one. Um, now, uh, from what I understand, you did some training um, uh, with uh, who did you train with just recently in South Africa? Um, uh, yeah, I trained with um, Chad. Oh, you did some training with Chad? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, we, uh, we train hard. He's a hard worker too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, big time. What does he think of the young kid coming up and and, um, and picking him off like that? Uh, no, no, I think he, he likes it. We, we push each other mm-hmm. and, uh, when I get better, then I'll push him more also. So, yeah, yeah so it's a, t- it's a team effort. What about in terms of your, um, idols or people that you've looked up to in swimming? I mean, you, you stood next to Kyle Chalmers, who's an Olympic mm-hmm. champion. You, you know, you're training with Chad. Do you have people that you've looked up to over the past couple of years? Yeah, for sure. I look up to, to all the all, all, the, all those big names because I know all the work that's, that goes into it to, to get there. So um, I have to respect and, and idolize all, all the hours that they put in. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, w- with idols, I'll say it's more my brother got me started in swimming mm-hmm. and he's guided me along the way. Right. So, um, to have that support back home and, and it's in the family. So, so yeah. that's really nice. Yeah. Very cool. Mate, there's a lot of buzz in the swimming world with this younger generation coming up. You've got yourself, you got David Popovich, you got Sun Wu uh, from from South Korea. I mean, a lot of super crazy good young talent coming up. What do you feel about it? Yeah, it's awesome to be compared to those or brought them in the same conversation as those people. So that's really nice. But Mate, mate you're the fastest man in history. What are you talking about? No, but, but yeah, David, uh, David Popovich even, he DM'd me on Instagram to say, well done. So that was, that nice. was really nice. But yeah, I'm really excited for the, for the future of swimming. And it's going to be, it's going to be fun when we finally get to all, all race each other in the final. Yeah, that's going to be a great final. I can't wait. I wish that was happening in, in Budapest. Now, Budapest uh, starts tomorrow, the racing? Yeah, Budapest starts tomorrow. I got the 400 free and 100 IM tomorrow okay okay who comes up with your um your race order is it you or the, or your coach uh race oh um no definitely my coach me and my coach will sit down and we and we talk about which ones we're going to swim which ones are going to have the the most points uh for the whole fina overall all winnings all winnings oh so you're you're trying to you're trying to snatch the cash then hey yeah a little bit <laughs> <laughs> good for you our coach is uh wayne ridden right yes yeah, Wayne. Awesome. Tell me about him real quick. Yeah, I've been with Wayne since I was 10 years old. 
so for my whole swimming career, I've trained trained under him. We've been doing similar sets ever since for the last eight years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's been an awesome coach. Great. I love it. Uh, question here. Uh, do you prefer long course or short course? And what's your favorite events? Uh, I, I prefer long course, actually. Really? Yeah, because uh, there's something about the pool, swimming long course. The only thing that's a bit because we don't have any long course pools in in like our state even or mm. our province mm-hmm. so it's real hard to get long course training in but so we just train short course and uh, i think if i if i trained long course then maybe the long course success would be similar to the short course success that we're doing now right right i got you what about your favorite events oh uh, no I, I love the turn the turn of freeze the nice one yeah uh, and then obviously the IMs also. Now, do you have uh, a weak stroke? Uh, my backstroke. My backstroke. I've been I've been trying to get get down better for a while. Right. All right. So the other three are just kind of more natural for you. You feel like? Oh yeah, yeah. Even when I was a little kid, I used to be a, a breaststroker. Oh okay. And then I stopped to like the flower free and. Mm. Do you throw in any kind of two hundred breasts or two hundred flies, anything like that? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Um, uh, we, but I don't really concentrate on those at the the bigger meets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I did notice when you broke the the record, you had the chain on, mate. What's going on with the chain? Everybody's wearing chains these days. Um, uh, I was I was meant to take it off. I always take it off when I race. Oh, with, uh, okay. my, my mindset is like I shave everything, so any last zero point zero zero one I can get. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I took my my mind wasn't. I wasn't thinking at all in my mind and I felt the chain and I was like, Oh no, got the chain on. Yeah, that's all right. Well, leave it on now, mate. You're breaking records. Keep it up. <laughs> now, uh, talk to me about your Olympic experience. How'd that go for you? Uh, obviously the, the swimming results went up there where I wanted it to be, but the whole experience to getting to watch it, getting to, uh, be around those people that are doing so well. And uh, yeah, just just being there was was really awesome to to do. You said you were disappointed. What in what way? Uh, I, I wouldn't say disappointed is the word, but um, because I did learn, I learned a lot from from racing there. So I couldn't be disappointed for the information that I got. But I really wanted my my swims to be faster. Right. Okay. Um what's been the difference for you then between just a few months between kind of semi-finaling at the Olympics and now breaking junior world records and beating Kyle Chalmers and doing some crazy swims here. <laughs> what do you think has been the difference in the last three months? Um, my, my mindset has definitely, definitely shifted a little bit. So I've learned a lot about the, the mental side of swimming, a lot about preparation before the race, uh, all the stuff outside the pool that can affect the race. So, right. so yeah, I just learned a whole bunch of new stuff and I can add it all into training, into racing. Give us some tips for some young kids out there who are trying to make that leap between being a, being a great athlete to, to get the results that you're getting. And, and one of the things you just said earlier was kind of concentrating on your own lane. Is that something mm-hmm. that you picked up? Uh, yeah, definitely concentrating on your own swim, uh, concentrating on everything you can control. Right. But my, my main thing is for me is the thinking. Have to I have to quiet my mind 
So mm. I completely in the present. Because if you're thinking before you race or what's going to happen if you win, what's going to happen if you lose, what's going to happen, how happy you're going to feel if you win. If you think about all those things, it's your time traveling in your head. Mm. And then you're not completely in the present. Mm-hmm. So, and when you are completely in the present, I think you become a little less nervous. You're more detailed in what you're doing. Your stroke comes along a little bit better. You're at ease, you're relaxed, you're comfortable. So I think that that's one of the massive things is that you can control, you can swim with no emotion. You can swim just completely in the presence, completely in the moments. And I think that's when you really unlock unlock the true power. Man, listen, I got to tell you, I had a very similar conversation with with Popovich. Uh, you know, he was telling me this at 16. You're telling me this at 18. It took me to the age of about 28, 29 to figure these things out, mate. So you're you're way ahead of the curve. It's it's incredible to to see you're just the young talent. How you guys are figuring things out and swimming so fast. I don't want to um, ask you, you know, if you if you're going to break these world records, but obviously, do you think mm-hmm. you can swim faster than what you did on the weekend? Um, if I would, uh, uh, I, I don't know, because it's it's in the future, and uh, it, it hasn't even existed yet. So, just by I come I come to some of my best, mm-hmm. and uh, if my best is first place or if my best is a junior world record, right, I, I'll come out the pool happy. Right. But if my best is if my if my best is last, I'll come out the pool happy also. Right. As long as I see everybody has different journeys and everybody will get to their final destination one day, but it's the route that you take. So everything's for a reason and everything will happen when the time is right. I love it, mate. Great advice. Uh, Quick thing here. uh, How has uh, Tatiana's result had an influence on you? You being there and watching it and and being part of that whole experience of her winning Olympic gold. Talk to me about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was an awesome, awesome, awesome moment. Uh, we were shouting on the stand watching Tatiana. She she broke the world record also, mm. and and Olympic record. So, mm. see, seeing that and being part of that team environment was incredible. It was a really a magical moment. Gives you that belief that you can do it yourself, right? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. It gives it gives everybody a belief that they can do it themselves. The whole of all of South Africa is seen and. Uh, seeing everyone do this, especially the girls, knowing that the last Olympics, there weren't any, any girls, and now there's Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. So, yeah, it was massive. Mate, listen, I appreciate your time. I said 10 minutes. We've already gone 17, and we could go for a while. I, 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 oh, I, no, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying talking. I love it. Well, uh, big question out there, and I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I will because everybody's got the same question mm-hmm. right now. This one, are you still planning to swim at Georgia in January? Uh, yeah, the the plan is to is to go there, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, we focused on on the next couple of World Cups legs, but so we have to see how all of those go. And yeah, but the plan right now is to go, but things may eventuate where you know something changes in the future. You can't control the future. You don't know what the yeah. future is. But. Yeah, uh, exactly. I don't like to have to quiet my mind. I don't. I don't think about anything in the future, anything in the present, because then you miss, you miss it all in the moment. Right. I gotcha. Are you allowed to accept all this prize money right now? Are you? Are you? Uh, are you taking that or forfeiting, or what's going on there? 
I'm so lucky the the NCAA's uh, finally stop stop the rule when you're allowed to earn money. Right. So you're allowed to, yeah, you're you're allowed to take it now. You're allowed to even have sponsors. So I'm looking forward to being in that um, world of swimming when you can take sponsors and you can I can make it my my profession. Great. Great. I love it. All right. Well, I think uh, that's about it for the questions. Maybe, maybe just quickly, ISL, were you, were you considering ISL at any point? Uh, yes. Yeah. My name was actually in the ISL uh, for this season. No but one drafted you? No, no. Because of NCAA rules, we have to pull out. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So it was either, it was either ISL or NCA. And so you just decided to, to pull out of ISL at this stage. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Gotcha. All right. Well, listen, mate. Um, Good luck over the next uh, couple of meets. You did say you were you were going to hang around. Yesterday, you said you were going to hang around after this meet for about three weeks, right? Where were you training? Yes, uh, we're going to train here in Hungary. Okay. You train there in Hungary and then and then head off to the final legs in, in Doha, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited to – yeah, I'm excited. Right. I love it, mate. Well, listen, uh, appreciate your time. Uh, thanks. The <laughs> Wi-Fi was so much better today. Oh, Glad yeah. Got no, this. definitely awesome. Um, I, I want to sit down with you for a longer period of time at some point, but I know that mm. you're you're in the middle of a meet right now, so I respect your time. And um, uh, hey, listen, yeah. personally, just for me, thank you, uh, congratulate your coach for me. Uh, he's doing a phenomenal oh, yes, job, yeah. and a phenomenal job. Um, you know, out of South Africa, it's a, it's a tough place um, to to do incredible things mm-hmm. because uh, the, there's, there's just not the support like there is in America, but you guys are doing outstanding. Mm-hmm. You've proven the world that you, you're doing incredible things. So yeah, I was saying up. even um, with the support with the South, so before Berlin, we were saying, because of this, the funding and everything, we were staying mm-hmm. in a hotel quite far away from the pool. Mm-hmm. So we ended up walking and I haven't walked so much in my whole life. <laughs> and my, really? my feet, my feet have got blisters and oh, wow. But, yeah, but so even with that, that was in the back of my head. I said, like, no, I'm not going to swim faster this meet. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to do my best. So that, I think that played an advantage because it also helped my, my mental game now because I was completely had no expectations. And I think that's the best way to go into it. I love it, man. Well, you keep that up and you keep that grit up. I mean, you're going to be a tough man to beat with that South African grit, mate. From what <laughs> I heard, the, uh, the Springboks just beat the All Blacks. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So Africa, South Africa is looking good. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, keep it going, man. Uh, we're rooting for you. Congratulations, and um, stay in the moment, like you said, and and yeah. keep, keep doing big things. All right. Thanks yeah, a lot, thank man. Yeah. Thank you so much for the call. Yep. Yeah, all right. Take care, mate. Bye. 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 All right, Nate. Come back to us, mate. Come back to us. That was fun. These young kids just keep blowing me away, man. Unbelievable, hey. I mean, he. It's just like a way, way far mature, you know? Yep. I really enjoyed like him talking about how even this, this one little meet, you know, has made such a big difference in what he's learned. Uh, just had to walk all those miles, got blisters on his feet. Doesn't think he's going to swim fast. Uh, just got out of the water. So on the 400 IM, you know, mm-hmm. forgot to put, take his chain off, like all <laughs> these things. And it just doesn't matter. Right. You can still swim fast. Yeah. And you hear him talk about the race. That was neat. Um, you know, he said he didn't feel any pain. He wasn't thinking about anything else. All he was worried about was beating Chalmers. Um, if you watch that 200 freestyle again, um, he double breathes into like the first four walls. I mean, they're kind of ugly. 
actually, I shouldn't even say they're 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 kind of uh, they were still fast actually, yeah. even though he's double breathing. And yeah. then on that second hunter, he cleaned them all up and hit all of his walls and and took Chalmers to the to the house. So um, yeah, some really exciting swimming um from that from that young man. I know, and like you said, just the the maturity of these kids, you know, like him and and Popovich and. I, I wish we could talk to Sun Wu, you know, like a, I'm sure it's the same thing, but like I'm like all three of these guys, you know, 18 or younger, and they're all doing extraordinary things in the 200 freestyle. How good is the 200 freestyle going to get in the next few years with these three? It's so funny. You know, we, it. we were talking about it before the Olympics about how the 200 freestyle has been such a stinker over the last several years. And Thorpe came on and pretty much said the same thing. Like it just hasn't, the, the needle hasn't moved. And now, it just seems like the needles the needles moved a lot um, with some really um, unbelievable talent from all over the world. You know, you mm -hmm. got a Romanian kid, you got a South Korean kid, you got a South African kid. I mean, you can you can come from anywhere. And that speaking, just of, shows uh, it. speaking of Romanians, uh, my, my little Romanian just sent me a direct message. Uh, I asked him if he's in Budapest. He said, "Nope." So uh, no Popovich, no Popovich in Budapest. That'd be fun though. But th those those guys are going to get together soon. And um, that's going to be fireworks when they when they all get together. Can't wait yeah. So tomorrow um, is stop two. It's in Budapest. Mm -hmm. Next few days, seven, eighth, and ninth. So we'll see. We'll get to see uh, Matt Sates throw down. I want to see his hundred IM tomorrow. I don't think he swam the hundred IM the first time, right? No. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it. So yeah, mixing up the event orders, which is yeah. Good. I'd love to see him in a bunch of different events. Um, there's a lot of young kids in these in these world cups all the team usa all the junior team was there they're all getting international swims uh which i think is is probably really good um so hopefully the live streams are working i know live streams have been so good for anybody but um fingers crossed here um other than that uh the isl's come out with the playoffs here we go boom so the playoffs are almost all November, you know, two days, five swim meets. Oh, yeah. There we are. Wow. Okay. So early November, you got Energy Standard kicking us off. Um, oh, and, and the Cali Condor straight up. That'll be a head-to-head -head battle in the, in the first playoff. Uh, I guess it's just a matter of finishing one-two in the playoffs, right? As you go along, that's that's where you want to be. One-two, one-two, one-two. That's it. I, I mean, I I would imagine it's going to be Cali and Energy Standard again. They're just so on on the sprint side. It's just so important, right? You need the Dressel. Yeah. Um. They've the the league is set up for the superstar. It's set up for the points. You know, with one person, you can outscore big time. And that person obviously incentivized to to do that sort of stuff um, to make the big bucks. So now, we'll see what happens. Um, the big but, thing is swimmers who are coming back into the league. You know, we talked to Ryan Murphy last week. He's coming back into the league. So pull that up real quick again. Yep. Um, you got you got the LA Current in the in the second playoff there against London and Toronto. Now, uh, from what I could tell last time, LA and Toronto were pretty close. But then you bring in a guy like Ryan Murphy, and I, I believe they've got a couple of other people joining their team as well. Um, you bring you bring in a few more people, and all of a sudden you get separation between those two teams. 
Yeah, and you got a little extra time now. People have been back in the pool a little bit more. Um, yeah, I, I think what's been nice is the ISL and FINA, whether or not they're butting heads, the schedules are they're 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 following each other's schedules, right? Yeah. Hey, yeah. we had the ISL for a month. Now we basically have the World Cup throughout October. We're going to go back to the ISL all throughout November. And they switch off again in December. December, we got FINA's World Short Course Championships. Where are those again? Well, hang on. Don't, don't, he just, Matt Sates just talked about going to Doha and, and somewhere else about three weeks after this event. So wouldn't they, would they line up against each other? Um, oh, I, must, I just deleted them. I had, I had every single start date on here. It must be I November. It must be November. Um, so uh, there, there must be some overlap. No, I don't think so. Really? I could be wrong. And then from December, you know, short course world championships, I would have liked to have known to see if he's going, what he's going to swim there. That was a question in the comments. And then obviously January or um, is ISL finale. Do we know where that is? No, I don't think they've announced the the finale yet in terms of where that's going to be. Hmm. Me like yeah, I mean we got swim, we got fast swim, we got big swimmers, we got young swimmers, we got we got the up and comers. This is what this is how this happens every single time, right? Last Olympic quad, we were in Hanzhou, China, for World Short Course Championships, um, and it was, you know, what you expected. Uh, a lot of the people from the previous years had retired or taken an extended break and didn't really care about short course. Um, so yeah, it's been nice to go from the Olympics and still have high level swimming every single month. Speaking of high level swimming, uh, the final big recruit, Claire Curzan from North Carolina, she's going to Stanford, man. So uh, Stanford in the news last week, obviously Katie Ledecky leaving this week back in the news um, with the arguably the number one girl going to Stanford to train with two other number one girls in Regan Smith and Tori Husk. Mm-hmm. I mean, that butter, those butterfly practices are just going to be legendary. Oh, crazy. And it, just when you feel sorry for Greg, for Katie leaving, um, you know, you realize that's the, why we feeling sorry for that man. He's just got a loaded pool right now every yeah, year and a beautiful pool. I mean, Stanford's the Mecca. Um, yeah. It's just yeah. so good. It, it's just like a, on a whole nother level. Um, I heard that it was down, it was between UVA and Stanford for, uh, Claire, um, obviously like UVA is right up the road. Um, so was NC state. I'm not sure if they were in, in the mix at all. Um, but I think some people just want to get out of here. Right. And yeah, I mean, that, that, that's, I just want to, yeah, there's two ways to look at it. Usually it's like, I want to stay close to home, be close to my family so they can yeah. come to all my meets and you know, whatever. And then there's the you know what, I'm going to go out on my own and, and grow and, and, and do something completely different and go to the other side of the country. So, there, yeah, there's there's always that. Um, I wouldn't have been surprised if she went to Virginia. I think that would have been a great choice for her too, obviously. But um, I was I was actually slightly surprised she picked Stanford because of the fact that Tori's there and they're, they're such strong competitors. But then when I looked at her event lineup, I mean, that's another girl that can swim everything. I mean, yes, everything. Yep, yep, yep. Like, damn, she's dirty at everything's backstroke, fly, you know, I am freestyle. Yes, like what on earth? Uh, I mean, well, how do you even how do you even choose 
those those lineups, those relays, oh, right? Man, like, yeah. good for them. Yeah, Great it's training be, group. Though. It's, it's going to be training. good. Um, we'll see this year if uh, if they can take down UVA and um, Sonny's good fierce battle the next couple of years. Yeah, Sonny's dad out on the golf course. <laughs> hey there, Mister Trigg. How are you? Where the hell's Sonny, man? Where is Sonny? What's he doing? He's coaching. He's coaching. He's uh, on pool deck somewhere. Yeah, he is. He's coaching out in out in uh, England right now. Now, listen, just on the recruiting side of things again, we just talked to Matt, and and I, I don't want to overlook this. I want to kind of go back to it real quick. He he sure. did he did talk about Georgia possibly going in in January. He's supposed to turn up in January, but to me, it seemed like there was a little bit of I'm not still quite sure because I'm making some cash now, kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, you can still make the cash and go swim NCAA, right? I mean, the way I look at it is it's a it's an opportunity for him to come swim under one of America's greatest coaches ever, who's had a long history of producing great IMers. Uh, he's had several South Africans that have done great things at Georgia. Um, and you can come and learn and you can be part of this NCAA competitive. It's different, right? It's it it's about the team and it's about racing and it's about being part of the relays. I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, same thing with Popovich. I think we talked about it earlier. He's not swimming in the ISL. I don't know like the rules. Can he still swim at NCAAs in the NCAA this year because he didn't swim in the ISL? If that's true, like, yeah, Popovich he, can. Yeah. Mm -hmm, for sure. I mean, if, if he's eligible and you're a, and you have a scholarship or some money, yeah, but he's still in tenth grade. He's he's still got a few years left. Is that true? I mean, a lot of those guys that can graduate early. I mean, it depends on their credits and compliance and everything like that. Yeah, I mean, Popovich still has a little bit, um, but in terms of uh, Matt, you know, you say come over and do the NCA thing. Well, you know, if the ISL is going to continue next year, which it says it is, there's a lot of money in that realm and. This kid can swim everything, and he can swim short course meters, clearly. I mean, he has an opportunity to clean house in the ISL if he was in that, plus do the FINA meets, plus stay with his coach who's you know, got, got him to where he is, and, and he's, he's happy. He's got training partners like Chad LeClaw. He's got the ability to move around, and then all of a sudden it opens up freedom to say, hang on, I'm making, I'm making $300,000, $400,000 a year all of a sudden as an 18-, 19-year-old. That's not a bad deal, dude. No, not at all. You know? Nope. So, yeah. Um, I, think, I think he's certainly got decision ahead of him. It doesn't sound like it's signed, sealed, delivered. He is signed up for Georgia, but the possibility is he may not go. So we'll, we'll see how we'll see how the next few months shakes out, honestly. Yeah, well, no, I think you're right, though. Um, the people that we saw that, that cleaned house at these World Cups for a long time, they tended to be people that could swim lots of events. And that were young and in their prime, and that had the the aerobic uh, capacity to to keep swimming these events at a high rate. Just like he said, you know, he's like he was tired. He swam the 400 I am. His feet hurt, and boom, he just breaks. He's the fastest dude ever. You yeah. know H how? Like how is that? It, it's almost mind blowing that he could put together a performance like that. So yeah, I mean, he could go in and some of these World Cups and just win a lot of money. A lot of money. And then you said, you know, even the world short course at the end of the year, they're putting cash up on that thing as well. There's, there's cash there. So, man, guy like him, there's money to be made these days. 
Yeah, he um, seems like a good kid with a good good head on his shoulders. Excited yeah. for his future for him. Speaking of uh, futures and past, what about uh, retirement this week, eh? Femka. Femka. Episode 66. It was a while back ago. Um, but one thing that we actually did ask her was like, how, how do you keep getting better? Like I, she keeps going personal best times in most of her events, you know, and she's uh, not a spring chicken anymore. I just want to bring this clip back in from her interview that explains like how she, how she continued to progress into her thirties. Mm-hmm. Like you swim fast year after year and you've had different coaches and different systems, but you always seem to swim fast. So what is the secret for you in, in your longevity and your ability to come back year after year and swim incredibly fast, you think? Um, well, I think uh, I'm very lucky that I like training and that I have a huge passion for swimming. Mm. Um, so I think that's why I'm, I'm around for so long. And uh, I also see the swimming as my, it's my uh, education, you know, like um, your, your personality, your everything comes, when you're under pressure, it, it shows. And I think that's a great way to, to learn a lot about yourself. And uh, I, just, I just like the game. Like, I, I love the feeling when you walk out of the call room and, and the, the crowd is on fire. Mm-hmm. And I, feel, I love the adrenaline, the fire you feel, you know? So I think it's kind of addicting. So I think that's why, I, why I'm still here. And um, yeah, I just, I just love to do what I do. So I great. love the fire. Great stuff. Great yeah. stuff. We, got, we got so much footage, by the way, of like the best athletes in history. Um, how terrible is my quality, sound quality? God. Oh, man. I mean, we've just gotten better every single podcast, pretty much. And we still screw up, too. So. <laughs> we, we do. We're coming a long way. But we, we're still amateurs. But we're come, look how clear I am today than I yeah. was. Um, but, yeah, she's awesome. Listen, it's going to be, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of, I mean, I can see on social media a lot of people reaching out to her and saying incredible things. I mean, the best of the best reaching out to her and saying the best things about her. A great person, great human, fierce competitor. Still getting better at, at this age, but um, sounds like she's done enough where she's completely satisfied with what she's done. Yeah, it's cool. So congrats. Good luck in uh, whatever you do next. Um, I'm yep. sure swimming has set you up uh, perfectly. So I agree. All right. What else? We were just in Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah, that was fun. Super fun. Saw the national champion women. Um, Saw some unbelievable swims. Um, What a team. Kate Douglas with a 21-4 in the 50 freestyle. It's probably like the highlight. I think she barely touched out Gretchen Walsh. 21-6. That was after she did 150 fly, which she whipped everyone's tail in that too. A couple of minutes. A couple of minutes. Uh, They were, you know, they were hitting them fast. It's just an inter-squad meet. Uh, we watched them do dry land at the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, the hour before they were all working out in the gym and they did put suits on and everything. They did 150s instead of uh, 200s, which I thought was interesting and fun for the kids. Um, and we just got to see, uh, we got to see a little bit of everything. We got to meet UVA swimming like the on, on the guy's side. We bent, met a bunch of guys, we met a bunch of girls. 
Uh, we sat down, we cut them all up. So those clips are all out. Uh, we put it in one giant podcast. If you want to listen to every single little interview about U of A, UVA swimming. Um, but other than that, I mean, this is the team to beat. These are the reigning champion women right here. Uh, don't sleep on the men though. It's um, there. It's, it was pretty funny. I was looking up. I just made that clip with Eddie Reese talking about Brendan Hanson and Ian Crocker and Aaron Pearsall and, um, you know, Brendan Hansen had just barely broken 52 seconds in the 100 breaststroke, you know, when he won not that long ago. Mm. And now we just, you know, UVA seems to have all these kids where they weren't huge names coming out of high school that they've developed over the last few years, uh, like a Noah Nichols, who's, you know, a 51, 300 breaststroker. And you're like, what? I've never even, never even heard of you. And that yeah. 51, three is just six tenths faster than a Brendan Hansen. And he, the NCAA has just gotten so much faster in the last 15 years. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's just good for me. I always felt like for the, you know, while I was at Auburn, everyone was against me. And now I'm, 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 you know, coaches are rolling out the red carpet for us to come in <laughs> and, 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 you know, expose their program, show them what they're doing. And look, no better, no better head coach right now than Todd DeSorbo doing incredible things. And we're so thankful that he let us in and, and to see it. But, um, yeah, man, it's just, it's nice. It's, it's fun for us. It's, we love doing this stuff. I wish we could do more. It's kind of, it's, uh, you know, right now it's a hobby. Like we paid, we paid to go to Texas, you and I, we yep. paid, we paid to go down to Virginia. Um, you know, it cost us money to do these things and we're hoping that we could do more in the future, but we've we'll, got to figure out how we could make that happen. But, um, yeah, uh, great, great to be let into some of the two of the best programs in history right now. Yeah, it was good to highlight the men's and the women's reigning national champions just to get a feel of what's going on, you know. So we'll we'll see if they can uh, they can hold on to their titles coming up this year. That and women's then, team's loaded. Good luck trying to beat them. Uh, I know there's some other teams out there, but man, man they just they're loaded. I realize over the weekend we just saw them pick up another that the South African girl who's 25 low 54. 158 and long course freestyle Zach, mm -hmm. what you want 1500 mm -hmm. kind of freestyler to add um yeah i mean they're just doing they're doing really good stuff they got a lot of energy tyler fenwick is the associate there a lot of energy out of him it's good to see uh all these these old caa swimmers um yeah you know todd from wilmington and um tyler fenwick from william and mary uh become these these big swim coaches that are are leading these young people especially for team america todd does a great job of delegating i'll tell you that uh, letting coaches coach letting them um, have relationships you know they've, they've all got their their groups but they're all working together as one unit you know like and but but todd allows his coaches to coach very admirable and i think that's the way that they have success and i think it's a great um, look into uh, a program that's doing amazing things. If you want to learn, watch what, watch the stuff we put out. You'll see it all on there. Yeah, and we had interviewed Todd before, so if you want to go check out that old interview with Todd, it's a little bit longer. And I think I think one of the big things he talked about was double tapering. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, go learn from them. We'll we'll keep following. Maybe we'll get a chance to go up there and check out a meet. Um, I think they're swimming Texas, or they're swimming. Cal. They are. They're swimming cow. Yeah, they're swimming cow. That's right. Stanford uh, denied them. I don't think Stanford wanted to race them. That, that was yeah. the word. But uh, Cal said yes. So they, they're going out there. Good. That'll be, that'll be exciting.
And then tomorrow uh, we're releasing another long form interview. Boom. You spoke with uh, Jacko. Jacko Verhen, uh, the former head coach of the Dutch team, Peter van den Hugenbuns coach, um, and then uh, went on to be the head coach of Australia for the past, I think it was seven years. Uh, did incredible things in the lead up to Tokyo, a step down right before Tokyo, and now has gone on, uh, is now just been announced the head coach of the French national team. So, uh, man, this guy is a phenomenon, um, incredible man, incredible coach. When we sit down for an hour and a half tomorrow and we talk about his career, his um, his experiences, uh, we talk about coaching, we talk about management, we talk about leadership. I mean, this one's got it all, and this man is incredible, very open, a, a complete open book when it comes to asking questions and answering questions. So I think we're going to get a lot out of this one. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of all we got for today. You want this this guy's got a question. I'm working on it. I mean, I've asked a couple of times just between me and you. I've asked a couple of times. He says he prefers the limelight to be on the current athletes and I respect that. Um so maybe one day in the future we'll get him but not right now. Uh bring back French sprinting. Yes, that's part of his plan, I think. He certainly wants to enhance it i don't think it's gone anywhere there's still plenty of french sprinters around so pretty sure yeah. they just picked up another silver yeah. in the men's 50 freestyle from some french guy named flo yeah he'll figure it out he'll get he'll get them going he'll get those relays back on top but yeah that'll be fun to watch him over the next few years but yeah watch the podcast good stuff tomorrow and uh yeah don't forget to subscribe uh smash the likes share with your friends let's chop that uh matt sites clip up my mate and then uh yeah, we'll throw them up there um, yep. so everyone can hear we'll put on the podcast for you guys too um anything else that's it man let's just keep let's just keep doing it whatever we're doing let's just keep doing it i love it it's fun yeah we're having a good time if you guys uh have any thoughts you know where to find us like subscribe share that's what we need like subscribe share and any any comments that you guys can put in the comments section Throw them up. We love it. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot yep. for watching. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Nate's come out with another awesome tool for the swimming community. It's called Swim Nerd Live, and it allows the data and times from your actual scoreboard to be broadcast and viewed in real time on any smart TV, phone, or other device, such as the TVs in your facility lobby, ready room, or by athletes' family members across the world. A very simple and easy to use necessity for any team or facility that is live streaming their meets results. You actually see the live meet timer counting up. The splits come across the screen as the swimmers touch the pads. It has all the information you're looking for. Event, heat, lane, name of swimmer, times and places. There are so many things you can do with this software. Swim Nerd Live turns any smart TV into a portable digital scoreboard. Hang a TV out in the hallway of the pool or on both sides of the stands. This is perfect when you have swim meets and the kids are in the gym down the hall. They've made it incredibly simple for anyone to watch. One click on any device and they're watching your swim meet live in real time. And here's the cherry on top. Swim Nerd Live also provides advertising space for you to show off your sponsors promote your upcoming swim camp, or have your alumni just one click away from donating. 
This software will pay for itself. Go to swimpractice.com to learn more.